I believe that most people, including you and me, want to make 2023 a year of significance, to become people who are resilient, resilient that we don't fall apart when we just face all these challenges, that we're actually able to face them, overcome them, and that we can look back on December 31st of 2023 and say that this year was worth it, that we did grow, that we did overcome challenges, that we became more mature. Even if it wasn't the easy year, it was one that was, well, worth it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Andrew Ramon Show. Happy New Year. We made it. Can you just take a deep breath? You made it. I know, I know. Maybe 2022 was maybe a little bit of rough. Had some rough patches. Maybe not. Maybe it was a great year. But either way, we made it. Look at us. As Paul Rudd would say on the Hot Wings, look at us. As unbelievable as it is that we've, it's already this time of of the of the millennium it's true i watched a video the other day a scene of zach and cody if you hey if you grew up with zach and cody you got to put a comment below uh because i can't be the only one where they were making a reservation at an italian restaurant and the next opening was in november of 2023 and they're like oh man that's in 15 years um nope not anymore not 15 years we're talking about 11 months wow time is going by quickly Jesus is coming back. I don't know when, but if it ain't my lifetime, we're just getting closer. It's kind of like that um, one time I was working at the hotel and I told, I told, we had just started our shift and I was telling my team, I was like, guys, it's almost lunchtime. They're like, no, it's not. We just started. I was like, hey, well, it's closer. We're closer to lunchtime than when we started. They're like, oh my gosh, that that's an optimist right there. Well, Jesus is coming back. I don't know when, but we're definitely closer than we were 2,000 years ago. Well, that being said, I just want to thank you for everything this last 2022. We've just, we've gone through so much in this endeavor in these last two years. We've gone through pandemics. We've gone through social unrest here in the United States and political madness, um, but we've we've managed to to make it. And my hope is that every episode somehow, way, shape, or another, um, was able to deepen your relationship with God and inspire you to live out your faith in the way that's that's grounded in truth. And today won't be your average New Year episode where I'm just going to say, go conquer this year, and this year can be your best, and new year, and new you, and whatever other uh, slogans people use nowadays. Uh, no, we're, we're going to actually to talk about a certain scene in the new Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, and that holds the key of living a meaningful 2023. Let me say that again. We're going to talk about a specific scene in the new Avatar that holds the key of living a meaningful 2023. Also, we're going to talk about dragon slaying. What in the world that means right now? You don't know, but I will explain. And also, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit in this episode of just the things that are currently changing my life that connect to this Avatar 2 scene and also to the dragon slaying. And I'm convinced that it it can transform your life. So without further ado, let's uh, make sure we hit the subscribe button, share this with the episode, and let's get rolling. If you're familiar with my show, you know that I love breaking down movies. Uh, We'll expound on the themes of a film and we'll see how it resonates with reality and with life. And we've done this with a couple of movies out there, uh, such as Tenet by Christopher Nolan. We've also done Interstellar. We've done uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, I got to tell you, if you're like, man, what what could be said about those movies? Man, you, you just don't even know. 
we go extremely profound. And last week, I watched James Cameron's Avatar 2, and oh boy, can I tell you, that was a fantastic movie. Oh my gosh. Um, if Now, this is me, because haters are going to be haters. And hey, I understand that maybe you didn't like it. That's cool, because some people are like, oh, it's just so long. Yeah, but it was so good. Like There was never a moment when I just felt like, oh, you know what? I got to check my watch because I'm bored. No, 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 no. I mean, if you haven't watched this movie, you've had a, over a decade to prepare for it. So there you go. Um, but it's, I just can't tell you enough to watch it. And now I'm going to tell you the reason why. Now, again, if you're younger than, than 18, go ask your parents if you can watch it, of course. Uh, but it's definitely worth your time. I would say it's even the moral obligation to, I'm just kidding. It's not that big of a deal. But the reason I say this is because we have to make sure that this is a complete success because we need the rest of the movies um, to come out. For example, this Avatar, The Way of the Water, has racked up over over a billion already at the global box office in just 14 days, which, fun fact, according to a report from Variety, uh, the movie managed to do this in less time than any other movie in 2022. So there goes that. And was one of the... Oh, one of only three released this year to reach the one billion mark. The other movies you can probably guess is Top Gun, Maverick, which did it all in one month. And then Jurassic World Dominion, even though it got a lot of hate because it was just like, people were like, it's the same story over and over. Um, it reached one billion. It took about four months, but it reached it. But this one made it in 14 days. Now, I will warn you, people are right. This is a long movie, but... It's so worth it. It keeps you engaged during really the entire part with the world of Pandora and the story and the characters. And I'll, I'll let the movie nerds geek out over here on um, the special effects. And I, I've watched so many behind the scenes on how they do it with, with motion capture. And it's ridiculous. Just so awesome how, how it's done now. I'm like so much respect for the actors that they're just on these suits with these ping pong ball sensors on them. And they're supposedly acting that like they're in the part of the Navi in some world in Pandora. That's crazy. But I'll let the movie nerds talk about that. Avatar 2 describes the human experience, and this is why we need to talk about this movie. Let me explain. You don't want to miss a moment of this. This can be life-changing, and I, I'm not using hyperbole. There are several themes throughout the movie, and to understand them, here's a very quick review of the plot without spoiling much. I hope. So, the Navi, the blue people, um, which I must say, apparently, because there was a little bit of controversy against James Cameron, because supposedly, it wasn't woke enough, Avatar 2, and because there were a lot of white actors playing native Navi people from an imaginary world. I know, you think I'm making this up. No. <laughs> this is just how ridiculous part of the wokeness is, when they're like, hey, White people can't play imaginary aliens. Oh, yeah, I guess we should have casted Navis, right? Because So they can only play themselves. Guys, they don't exist. This is called a movie. Anyways, back to the plot. So the Navi defeated the Sky People back in Avatar 1, and they sent them all back to the stars, a.k.a. the humans. Uh, Jake Sully, which was one of the humans, then he went, like, fully Navi. You remember, that's, he took on the Avatar. Uh, the main character is now the leader of, of that tribe. He has a family. They're enjoying their life until, dun-dun-dun, the Sky People return unexpectedly and with, with even more determination. And then, 
Uh, I'm going to mute myself here so I don't spoil it. This is I just fast forward it. A lot happens. And then Jake has to decide how he can best protect his family. Does he run away or does he fight the sky people? I know that was a bit of a nutshell, right? Uh, but there's there's one line, particularly in the scene, that actually happens twice, um, where Jake says, because he's now a father, and he says, quote, a father protects, that's what gives him meaning. So he says this very simple line, but do we have a show for you? Because this contains so much. Jake Saldi may have just revealed the secret for you and me to have a meaningful 2023. Notice I said meaningful. I, I could have said a happy 2023 or a fun 2023 or a successful 2023, but I, I want you to help us mature and get our thinking level a little bit deeper and more profound. If you're hoping just to have a happy year, I, got, I hate to break it to you, but that's just going to be childish. And reality has no favorites. Reality can be a little bit tough sometimes in the real world, unless you live in a, in a bubble, which if you're the exception, great, have your life. Awesome. For the rest of us, um, if we just want a happy year, this will be a roller coaster. We're not guaranteed an easy year. This this happened in 2020. 2020, we had such a rough year that everyone was hoping that 2021 was an easier year. And something that I posted, you can go back into my into my feed of the Andrew Bond show. I said, hey guys, I hate to break it to you, but we're not promised an easier year. But we can, in fact, hold on to the promise that God is the same and he is faithful. If he was faithful through the hard year, he will continue to be faithful in case 2021 becomes an even harder year. So I hate to say it, but if you're just hoping for an easy year of 2023, you might be disappointed. Emotionally, you will be up and down and you will be a wreck if all you're doing is like, oh my gosh, I just hope that this is an easy and, and fun year. But I believe that most people, including you and me, want to make 2023 a year of significance to become people who are resilient. Resilient that we don't fall apart when we just face all these challenges, that we're actually able to face them, overcome them, and that we can look back on December 31st of 2023 and say that this year was worth it, that we did grow, that we did overcome challenges, that we became more mature. Even if it wasn't an easy year, it was one that was, well, worth it. And knowingly or unknowingly, James Cameron hits the nail on the head. The key, catch this, the key to having meaning in your life is bearing responsibility. Okay, wait a second. What? what, what? It's a hard truth. The key to living a meaningful life is to bear responsibility. That's what Jake Solly says. He says, a father protects. That's what gives him meaning. When a father bears the responsibility of what it means to be a father, that's what will give him meaning. The more that he runs away from his responsibility, the more meaningless he will become. But that's not just for a father. That's for any of us at any era, any stage of our lives. The meaning to your life is tied to how much responsibility you're able to bear. 
Now, I'm going to disglossarlo. I'm going to unpack this a little bit. But responsibility will bring meaning to your life. And I wish I could say something else. I wish I could just say, hey, if you have all the money in your life and in have no worries, no responsibilities anywhere, and you just spend all the money you'd like, you just have all the fun that you like, that you're going to have the most meaningful life ever. Instagram might sell you that idea, but the true story is that that's not the case. A father protects, aka responsibility, and that's what gives him meaning. I, I can't tell you how powerful this is. Culture tells you that the goal of life is to throw away all responsibilities, that at some point you should get somewhere in your life where you have maybe all the money that you want, where you can just not not worry, not worry as in live a, a care, carefree life, but more like a careless life, a life that has no guidelines, no rules, no responsibilities. You define who you are. You define what, what is the best life for you. I hate to say this, but that's one sure way to ruin a generation. It's been said before, but what happens is that tough times create strong men. Strong men create easier times, but then easier times create weak men, and then weak men end up creating tough times, and tough times create strong men, and that's kind of almost like a cycle of life. But the problem is, we can't get away from that. That is the reality of life. And this is something that James Cameron successfully does. As much as Pandora is a, <coughs> excuse me, a uh, utopia, life is life. And in a utopia, whenever challenges come, which they will, the way you defeat those challenges is not by running away from them, but by bearing responsibility in defeating them. Because that's what James Cameron, the movie kind of begins with. It begins a little bit of a recap of how these last couple of years has been since the Sky people left and and Jake is now a father, etc. And, and he says the line, happiness is simple. That's it. Happiness is simple. He's with his kids and all that. And that's great, but happiness isn't forever because life is hard. Life has suffering. Life has challenges and obstacles in our way. And if happiness is our only foundation, whatever that is, whatever that means, um, you and I are, are going to be in for a long ride. So as much as culture tells you that you can live the Instagram life and it's all nice and easy, you can ask any influencer and they'll tell you that the Instagram life is only the highlights. No one shows you the lowlights, the things and the struggles that they've had to go through. So I get it. It might be fun for a moment to live that way, but it won't help you face life's difficulties. So let's let's get real. The same way the Navi were having the time of their lives and said the happiness is simple, and then all of a sudden the sky people return unexpectedly, that is a story of life. When you least expect it, difficulties and challenges will arrive. Period. Dead stop. End of story. That is reality. And you will have a similar choice than Jake Sully had. Do you run away from your challenges and your obstacles or do you fight them? Because I fear that too many people are, will enter 2023 imagining that it will be a different than last year yet without actually doing anything differently themselves. So they'll be like, just because it's a new year, it will be a new year. I'm sorry, sorry, honey, to break it to you. That's not the case. The problems you ran away from in 2022 will be in 2023 until you overcome those problems. I know you wish they just stuck there, right? They just like, oh, I'm sorry. We're like, our, I'm sorry. Debt is limited to 2022. No, it's not. You got to pay that off, my man. Oh, relationship problems? Yeah, they have an expiration date of one year. No, they don't. They will follow you 
bad character, bad habits, lack of discipline, all that will carry on with you to 2023 unless, unless you bear responsibility and you overcome them. And I guarantee you that will give you meaning because maybe the lack of direction that we feel in lives and the lack of meaning is connected to the lack of responsibility that we're willing to take. I'll give you an example. Think about your room right now. Is it clean? Hey, it's all right. It's just you and me. You can be honest. Is it clean? I can personally say at this moment, my room is spotless, but it wasn't. It wasn't. And let me explain. About a week ago, so I haven't lasted that long, about a week ago, um, I started, I would say a couple months ago, uh, no, in November when I came back from Dubai and then I went to Mexico and it was kind of like that travel season where I'm like, oh, I didn't really put away the clothes I packed from last time and there's some clothes here on the floor. I'm just being honest. Can I be transparent? 2023 is my year of transparency here. And a little, a couple socks there, you know, and and then and, and the, the shirts are are not even organized. The closet, the closet is a little bit messy and my room was feeling messy. And not only you, but when my room is messy, I can't think clearly. It's, it's sometimes, they say psychologically, the room can be a representation of your life or at least your mindset. Uh, so it was a little bit, a little bit messy. And 2023 was going to come and my room could have still been messy. I, I wish that just because of a magical number switch of 2022 to 2023, the, my room would have gotten clean, but that wouldn't have been the case. It was only until I said, you know what? Literally no one's going to clean this room without, if it's not me, it's my responsibility. And then guess what? At this moment, both the studio and my room are spotless. And that's my responsibility. That's the craziest thing about a clean room or a dirty room. You got it dirty, homie. Like how many times I look around, I'm like, man, this is such a mess. What happened? I did that. I'm the guilty one, but I'm also the one that can fix it. So that's my question for you is what in your life in 2023 will you take responsibility of? And that will give you meaning because that's what you're going to be able to overcome. And I got to tell you, even if it wasn't, if you never overcame in 2022, the moment you take responsibility, the moment you step up to the plate, I promise you, you will overcome it. And better yet, you will find meaning. Now this, I have to put maybe a caveat to that. I'm talking about physical things like cleaning your room, maybe getting a job, fixing a, a, a conversation with a friend or, or what, whatever it might be. But then there are other things that God is there to help you, but at the same time, God won't do something that he has called you to do. You have so much to offer in this to this world. If you hear anything, I want you to hear this. You have so much to offer your to your friends, to your family, to your community, to your church. So much that God has placed inside of you, but he almost placed it as if it was in raw materials and needed to be developed. I know that kind of sucks about potential, right? Potential has to be actualized because so many of us were like, oh man, I have so much potential. Honestly, that sucks. I want actualized potential. I just don't want just generic potential because God has put so much inside of you that only comes out 
when we step up to the plate and we bear responsibility and we are who God has called us to be, I'm guilty of running away from challenges, whether it's cleaning my room or writing papers or not having that conversation, tough conversation with a friend or not doing my budget or whatever it is in your life, or maybe not asking for forgiveness. And maybe there's some more profound things that you've been running away from. But I have found that in those moments that I avoid doing the hard thing, it is those moments that I am most discouraged in directionless. But this idea of bearing responsibility is as old as time. Virtue is developed through trials. Growth requires tension and resistance. The gold is always guarded by the dragon. I want you to think about that. All the stories of dragons, there are two things that dragons protect, the girl and the gold. That's like a whole different episode, but we'll focus, we'll focus on the gold. Whatever gold would mean to you, whatever gold you want to acquire, it will always be protected by a dragon. The meaning that you are looking for will always be guarded and protected by difficulty. This is a profound idea that I need you to really grasp because the the more you realize this and the more you accept this fact, the more you will bear responsibility and actually own the things that you have to and you will see meaning. This is what I'm personally going through these last couple of weeks, whether I started with cleaning my room with some elements of the podcast and things. The moment I said, wait a second, if I'm waiting for things to become easy for me to do them, I'm going to wait a very long time. Inherently, sometimes the things that are most worth doing are sometimes the hardest things to do because the gold is always guarded by the dragon. The meaning is always guarded by difficulty. And how do you defeat that difficult? How do you overcome that? By bearing responsibility. A father protects, that's what gives him meaning. So my question to you is, what will you take responsibility for in this new year? That might be like an overwhelming question. You're like, oh my gosh, maybe you're a dad right now and you have plenty of responsibilities there. But how about we start something simple? I want to speak to someone that that you might not know how to answer that question. How about you start taking responsibility for yourself? Sound a bit strong, but let me let me explain. The first person you're responsible for is yourself. And so many of us want to change the world, yet our own personal and inner worlds are a mess. It's like the phrase that goes, if you want to change the world, start by cleaning your room. That has a very profound principle. Basically says, you want to change the world, start by changing yourself. You're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for your faith. Don't wait for your pastor to help you get more profound, a more profound relationship with Jesus. That's your job, dude. That's your job to go into your closet and and cultivate that devotional life with Christ, to serve at church, to cultivate a, a life of prayer, to fast, to pray, whatever it is. That's your responsibility. Call it a drag in the fight. That's your dragon to defeat. If, if, if the gold for you is a deeper relationship with Jesus, I, what's your dragon? For me, can sometimes be, um, I feel really tired in the morning to go in order to pray. Well, that, how do I defeat that? I go to bed earlier. Oh, well, I have bad habits and I stay up. Boom, there's your dragon in order to fight. Here's my encouragement. Take as much responsibility as you man- as you can manage and it will give you a dragon to fight. You have no idea how much you are actually capable of until you realize that, hey, let's give this a try. Because once you give this a try, you will realize how, how much you can actually bear. Now, maybe not at the moment, but how much you were created to bear. And I'm not talking about bearing burdens as in now you're doing a million things. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying taking on the responsibility. And maybe it starts by doing simple things. How about 
take responsibility over the words that you say. Because you thought it was just about cleaning your room. No, no, no. How about that? Bear the responsibility of actually telling the truth every single time and don't lie. That could be a hard one right there. Be precise with, with what you want to say because it's very powerful. I mean, there is life and death at the tip of the tongue, as scripture tells us. Bear responsibility on the way that you talk. Try it for a week. Try it for two weeks. I mean, challenge yourself to live in truth and not to lie because when you lie, you actually give your authority away. Now, one quick note here is that you don't, you shouldn't go out looking for dragons to fight. Like, you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna sign up for 10 subscriptions to bear a lot of responsibility. No, you don't go out looking for dragons to fight. You fight the ones that guard the treasure you want to attain. So what's the treasure? Maybe you want a deeper relationship with your spouse or with your significant other. What's stopping you? It could be that... You just don't have a lot of patience and maybe you get annoyed quickly and you just can't spend that much time together because for whatever reason, you get exasperated quickly. There is a dragon right there. And I got to tell you, you can't defeat that dragon without Christ. Whatever it is, maybe maybe you're a teenager right now and you're, you're at an age where you could get work. There you go. You want a job, but you're shy. So how are you going to defeat that dragon? Maybe practice, refine your words, practice with someone um, that helps you articulate your thoughts. There's your dragon. You want a deeper relationship with Jesus, but don't spend time in the word or go to church. Great. There's your, there's a couple dragons for you to fight. For me, it's inspirational. Even cleaning my room. I'm not just cleaning my room. I'm defeating my dragon. Like I'm going to, I'm going to clean this room spotless every single morning. So far I got five days. I'll keep you updated for how long I can keep my room spotless. The point is this, just like Jake Sully, you will be faced with challenges some, many times unexpectedly. How are you going to face them? Will you run away from them? Great. They'll chase you out of the way to 2020, 2010. That's a long time away or 2030 or wherever, whenever it is until you face them. Because as a great rapper once said, And especially when it comes to emotions, when you bury your emotions, you bury them alive and they only come back to hunt you sometime later in your life. That's very true with any problem. The more you run away from them, the longer it will take to defeat them. Because it's always best if you're, if we're talking about slaying dragons, it's always best to slay the dragon when it's young instead of when it's a big old baddie. So here's my point. This is a Shechem moment. If you watched the previous episode, Shechem was the moment when Joshua told the people of Israel to choose today who they will serve. Shechem means to bear responsibility, to step up to the plate this year. There are challenges for you to overcome. So much that God has placed in you that needs to be developed and is only developed when you do hard things. There are dragons to slay. Be strategic. Write them down. Then arm yourself. Arm yourself with what you are lacking. Make that into a habit. Cultivate that. And remember, you can't do really any of this without God. And you will never find meaning by running away from your problems. You are meant to overcome them. As Sully said, a father protects. That's what gives a meaning. What's your role? Maybe a an employee who works hard. That's what gives a meaning. A disciple of Jesus obeys. That's what gives a meaning. A son honors and spends time with his father, especially spiritually talking, and that's what gives him meaning. My friend, there's so much inside of you. And as cheesy as it sounds, 
I do believe that God has called you to be a dragon slayer. I guess in, in the church world, we say a giant slayer. But we'll, st- we'll stick with the theme. You are a dragon slayer. So what are your dragons for 2023? We'll see you in the next episode of The Andrew Mott Show.